firewood. At a time when a good friend and I lived together in a half ramshackle cottage, he thought to chop for firewood the birch that held court in the semicircular garden. The owner had mentioned the tree amid the sod of the soil and that he cut it come spring and sprinkled the mulch from the leaves to fertilise his flower beds. So my friend was not bound by conscience from taking the axe, nor did circumstance steal his swinging blade, him remarking, Gosh, it's dry today, how lucky! I sat with tea and a book in the cottager's kitchen and watched him chop the birch. He pared the thinner branches, those that he could reach, and set about the silver trunk with his axe. He swung, and a notch of thin wood lodged itself in his eye. At his screech I came running. We rinsed it from his eye, and he blinked, but the soft skin around the eyeball flared red and wet. He chopped some more, and maybe I saw a slice of fury that lay behind his usefulness. The tree toppled, was caught between the crook of some huge tree in the wall. He brought it out and worked at the branches, borrowing my gloves as his had worn to threads. He severed those gloriously patterned branches from the tree's core and brought one inside. I held it and felt the surface with my fingertips, free of calluses, and set it back among the stout pile of logs outside the door. Come evening, I ordered Chinese over the phone and saw him kneel before the fireplace. He pushed the kindling into cradles of book paper and popped them in the stove. A spark and flames were kissing against the pig iron walls. Now where's that log I brought inside, he wondered. Don't play my feigned ignorance. I did forget, then recalled. I left it with the logs outside. He gasped and I heard, as if I were waking, the rain splinter against the window panes. He rushed outside and the log he came in holding was black with rot. But he laughed, no worries, the wood's barely wet, and knocked his knuckles on the birch. Tock, tock. Sound, he knelt, hold this, would you? And he handed me the ruined log, turning toward the stove, as though he knew but wouldn't bear to see the wood disintegrating, the black mould spilling over my hands. I waited for my friend to turn around.